Welcome to the Arena Church Podcast. We hope you enjoy the message. I was going to say, if, if you haven't been welcomed by Tommy or Liv, um, speak to me afterwards, because I don't, I, don't, I don't believe there's anybody who hasn't been welcomed by, by probably both of you. Um, so, so you've both been brought up in, in church and kind of seen that model, but what do you do outside of church? So I know you've got diff- very different jobs. Um, Job-wise, I am. My title is 3D creative designer, so I design POS retail stuff. So the stuff you go into Boots, John Lewis, and see, we're like the brains behind that. Um, yeah. So in my role, I'm very creative. Um, I do think I don't get to talk as much in my role because it's kind of like you're thinking and then you're like drawing and doing your ideas. So I think it gets to balance out how I use my creative talent. So I like to come to church and actually talk to people and like use that part of me rather than just, if you want me to draw for you, I will draw for you. Just, um, Challenge there, everybody? For a fee. <laughs> <laughs> Christmas cards, <laughs> Christmas calendars. Uh, um, but yeah, so that's what I do outside of work, outside of church. Okay. Yeah. I won't be drawing anything. I can't draw. <laughs> um, I, <laughs> outside of church, I work for Arena Community. <laughs> so really far outside but no I work for our community branch if you want to say that um, so I oversee a lot of the running of the food bank the volunteers, a lot of what happens at Arena Community specifically in Ilkeston but I have a bit to do with other bits in the other campuses but yeah and then, yeah <laughs> I you say something else there. so the so for you, Tommy, you've shared a little bit about how your job is very different, but offers kind of, <laughs> it's nice to then have this space to sh- serve here. Whereas Liv, for you, your kind of, your work is an extension, well, it's quite different, isn't it? But it's, it's linked to what we do here. How do you think serving um, kind of helps you in the day-to-day? How do, like... So we come on a Sunday, and you both said like you enjoy coming and serving. But how do you how do you see that in your day to day? Like, do you do you feel like some of the values and some of the kind of behaviours that you model in church, you also model in your workplaces as well? Um, yeah, I think at the core of serving is generosity, but you're being generous with your time your talents and your treasures. Um, so at my home church when I'm not here, I'm a Sunday school teacher. And the other Sunday I taught about the three T's and it's how do you serve and how do you show God you love him? And it's with those three T's. So sometimes I feel like people think serving is just coming and doing it on a Sunday and going away. But I think when you're generous with your time, in this case with serving, that translates into your work life, that translates into your everyday life. So sometimes when people see that, especially when they're outside of the church, and they're like, wow, you're so generous. But it's something that when you do it, it becomes a part of you. So if you have a skill in something, and someone's like, oh, I need this fixing, your instant reaction is like, I can do that. Yeah. Or if you have time, or if, I don't know, someone needs babysitting, and you're like, you know what, I'm actually free on Saturday. Yeah. That's being generous with your time. And I think serving God's people isn't limited <laughs> to church, because outside of church, they are God's children. They just don't know it yet. Um, so I think serving them 
is an extension of serving God, if that makes sense. Do you, do you think, do you find that people are surprised? So you said, like, they'll say, like, you're so generous. Do you think, do you find that, do you find it surprising that they're surprised? Oh, yeah, for sure. I think also culturally, aside from Jesus, yeah. I think culturally, coming from an Afro-Caribbean background, we are very community-based yeah. and very generous with our time and everything else. So when I go to work and people are like, oh, do you, can you help me do this? And I'm like, yeah. And they're like, didn't even think about it. I'm like, well, I can. And also the fact that you stand on your words. I feel like sometimes serving is not just saying, I'm going to do it. And then when it comes down to it, you don't do it. So if you're going to say you're going to do something, I think following through with that also shows yeah. Jesus yeah. in your everyday yeah. life. Yeah. Yeah. And that sense of integrity that yeah. people can, they believe you, that you, yeah. And that carries through then when you talk about God, doesn't it? Like exactly. The difference God makes, it's not, it, it kind of levels up. Um, I, we had a similar situation. A friend had a problem with a car, and, and we kind of said, like, oh, how can we help? And they're like, why would you do that? And yeah. it's, it's kind of like, like you say, it becomes part of who you are, but people are surprised by it. Um, and I'm always kind of like, well, don't, don't other people do this yeah. as well? But um, do you think, then, that actually serving is kind of... That, that your heart for serving is just a God-given part of who you are and like so other people don't have that so yeah do you want to take this one Uh, i think it i think it is god-given a servant heart i think probably us as a family the richardson clan are probably (laughs) servant-hearted people and it's been filtered down through generations but i also think there's a point that you have to make a choice to be servant-hearted as much as you know, I think God gives us all the ability to be servant-hearted, but at some point we've got to make a decision for ourselves. What, um, why we're servants, why we serve, why we do what we do. Figure all that out and then go and serve because I think sometimes we can't just be... It's not all... Because I think sometimes God gives us these things, it's great, but it's up to us what we do with things. Yeah, yeah. And I think you've just got to make a decision to serve sometimes. So, yeah, I think for the Richardsons maybe it's... Slightly more natural, yeah, kind of. Are there times then when serving is really difficult, when you don't feel like, I don't know, maybe coming here, like you've just had a rubbish day or something, you don't feel like welcoming people at the door. Do you know what I mean? Actually, I'd just like to be asleep. Have you, have you had times when, <laughs> when serving is hard and because it sounds like, oh, this is just easy. You guys make it look easy, and it yeah. sounds easy. But are there times when actually it's it's hard work? Yeah, basically any time you have to do a youth away trip. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, oh, Speaking to a youth worker. Yeah. <laughs> and no, but in all seriousness, I can think of a couple of times we've done youth weekends away, whatever, and they've been really hard work, not just because we've got stuff to do, not just because there's like a long list, but sometimes there's almost a bit of a spiritual attack. So we always almost kind of have to prepare ourselves a little bit better. We have to make sure nothing gets in and not limited to youth weekends away. But I think that's the best example for me. Some of them have been really, the kids have had a great time, but we as leaders have really struggled through them. And sometimes it's like, well, we can skip that next year, I think. But we don't. We carry on, but yeah, difficult sometimes. Yeah, sometimes it does get hard. I think if you grew up in a Christian family, sometimes I feel that the time we have the worst arguments is like on Christ- on Sunday mornings. Yeah. I don't know what it is, 
but someone hasn't found their shoe or their tie, and then there's a row. But I always feel like when you come from a serving family, like Liv said, there always feels like there's some sort of attack to ruin your day right before you have to go into the presence of the Lord. There's always something that comes up. And I always try and remember, like, the devil doesn't attack people he thinks he has already. Like, those things are coming for you because he knows you are needed in church right now to be on 100. I've had times where, you know, you've gone through a family situation or as a family you're going through a tough time and you've had to show up at church because, you know, the Bible talks about do not forsake the gathering of my people. And that rings true every time you're like, okay, today is a tough day, but because the Lord has called me to obey, I need to turn up. And I'm always surprised every time I thought, oh, I didn't want to go to church today. I come to church and I have a conversation with someone. And I realized I was needed in church that day to have that conversation with that person. And I realized every time that you're trying to be drawn away from God, it's because your presence in church would have made a big difference to someone's life. And you never know, you know, the day you're going to be a blessing to someone's life. Um, so I was thinking the time comes when you are tried as a server. Um, I always think it's important to push through that. Yeah. But, yeah. but it's hard. It's hard. It's hard too. But it's important too. Yeah. yeah. So, in terms of, so you've both talked about your experiences coming from, particularly from Christian families, and coming from families where you've seen serving as a model and experience. What would you say, maybe people here who haven't had those experiences and kind of come to church and enjoy, you know, Sunday night or whatever, and maybe feel like how how do I serve? What do I do? What would you say to people? Like how how can how can we all become better at serving? Yeah. Um, I think for me, the harsh truth of it is, like we have been given talents, and I know sometimes some of us feel like oh, I don't know what to do. Um, but the parable, if you know the parable of the talents, talks about the guy who was giving, the king who gave his servants, and he gave one five talents and then he came back and he doubled it and gave one three and he came back and he doubled it and the person who he gave one to just went and hid it and when he came back he was like why didn't you do anything with it and I think the Lord calls us with whatever small thing we think we have he's telling me bring that to me and I will double it and I think sometimes we're like I'm not good enough I don't know what I'm gonna do how I'm gonna help out even if all you have is your time the place needs to be hoovered. The place needs to be cleaned up. The chairs need to be put out. Um, I'm not trying to be harsh, but I just feel like yeah. there's work to be done. Um, and growing up, my mom was like, if you don't do it, who's going to do it? Um, and it's always about when you go back to through the Bible, you can see those who serve are blessed. You know, he talks about his children not going hungry for bread or not going without serving is hard but it comes with its rewards so i think if it's something you haven't seen modeled before i think just push yourself like in your personal life if there's something you want push yourself if it's serving that you think oh i don't know how my talents translate speak to someone yeah. and push yourself basically just do it like just do it yeah i agree <laughs> just go just come ask someone is there some is there some way i can serve and I think not coming from that the same similar background to us, go ask Chad because he's upstairs today. But Chad came to us; he's about 11. He managed to sneak into youth, so he must have been 10 actually. He managed to sneak, and he was a bit too young. But Chad, he's from a non-Christian background, but he got involved from like 
12, 13, he was serving, helping out with stuff. He just got it, and he still is. So if you really want some, if you're really struggling with it, then go ask someone who's done it. So Chad, but yeah. There's, uh, I think it's St. Francis of Assisi said, um, preach the gospel and where necessary, use words. So that idea of actually um, we preach through what we do. And, you know, the Bible talks about faith without works is dead. How do you see, like, how has serving helped your faith life? I think in a, if you, if you're on a serving team, you've got a reason to be at church on a Sunday. So I've always been on serving teams. So if there's anything I've ever struggled with massively, then on a Sunday, this is like a practical sense, I've had a reason to be at church. I've had a reason, on a Friday night, I've had a reason when we were younger, we've had a reason to be there. And it just, it puts you in the place, it puts you in a place of God where all these people around you know God. I can remember one uh, Saturday night, me and Dad had really fallen out. Morgan sat there smoking because me and Dad, when we fall out, it's... (laughs) It's not great. But we'd really fallen out. And then the next (laughs) morning, I was still really upset. And I thought, well, I've got to go to church because I'm on this this morning. And I did go to church. And then there was someone there that had seen I was really upset. And she'd sat and spoke to me. It wasn't a big deal or anything. It wasn't anything like life-shattering. Do you know what I mean? But there was someone there for me. And so so in a practical sense, if I'm serving on a Sunday, I've got reason to be in church. I don't find it. Personally, if I've committed to something, I do it. I don't find it easy to back out of things. If I said I'm on this, <laughs> I'm coming. So I think, yeah, keeps you in church. So probably it's through my teenage years when I've not always wanted to be in church. Serving, I've had to be in church. I've had to be around, you know, the word, worship, that kind of thing. It's really helped me. What was the question? Should we start all of it? <laughs> faith without works. Faith without works. How has serving helped your faith life? Um, tremendously. I think personally, you know, vocabulary there, Shama. Thank you. Um, I think personally when you have been down, I think coming and giving, um, I think the Bible also says it's better to give than to receive. And sometimes it's no joke because you could be going through a bad day and just doing something nice for someone has just like been, well, I didn't realize that would make such an impact in your life. And then you go home and you're like, you know what? I've done something good today. I know it's like a weird, I don't want to say selfish way of thinking about it, but sometimes you, I am amazed by how God uses you in the times you think you are not usable. Um, so for me, that's super inspirational to come and to serve. And I also think, going off topic here, serving with your money. I know it's a touchy subject, but I think when we talk about faith without works, um, you're asked to give all of yourself to God. And I think some of us hold our money back. And the Bible talks about testing God with your tithe. And I think it's one of the only places the Bible really talks about testing God. And it's like, test me with this. And I think tithing is also part of serving. But test me with this and see what I'll do in your life. I think that aspect of it, I think you're serving day to day, is testing God. Sometimes when I used to pray as a kid, my mom used to say, you know what, today you've done really well. Go to God and tell him how well you've done and tell him what's on your mind. And so as a child, I'll go to God and be like, Lord, I didn't really want to go to church today. But I went and I served. And this is what has been troubling me. And this is why I didn't feel like I wanted to go to church. And you'd be surprised how sometimes... It feels like you're just talking to your dad going, you know what, I've done this and I've done this. And it'd be nice for me to have this. 
But sometimes it does work. Um, I think all the time God is listening to us and he's gone, you know what, you have obeyed my commands and you have fought through a challenging time that others might not have fought through. The story of Job, everything was taken away from him. You know, all of those things, I think serving is, anyway, super reward. I think also serving sometimes aligns us with God again. You know, because Jesus came, he served us. You know, we want to, in everything we do, we want to be more and more like Jesus. And so when we make a decision to serve, when maybe our faith is being tested a bit, it just helps align us again. Just, you know, focus on each. You know, the Bible talks about, you know, Jesus talks about going out and making all disciples of all nations, you know, the Great Commission. And I think when we've got that at the center of our mind is this is what I've been put on this earth to do. This is what I'm doing. This is why I'm serving. And sometimes if we are being tested, you know, go back to serving. It aligns you with that. It aligns with your purpose. It reminds you why God's put you on this earth with these people around you for such a time. So I think it's helpful like that. Yeah, talk about tested faith. No, that's brilliant. I was just looking. So we've got these uh, surf sheets at the back or maybe on the prayer point over there. Um, and they're just cards and they tell you like, you know, your name, email, lo- uh, campus location, date of birth, I don't know why. Uh, but it, there's a range of things on that. So I'm just going to ask you if you've ever done any of these, okay? So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go kind of in a weird order. So, um, so working with generations, have you done kids' work? Yes. yes. <laughs> have you done students' work? Yeah. Uh, seniors? Uh, create so creative uh, photo video stuff. Yeah. Uh, so you better do that. Social media. Yeah. Uh, service media. Yeah. Do you see my face? Uh, service media. Uh, the That's um, have you done PA? Not willingly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, musician. I was in a band when I was like 12. Ooh, what did you do? I was in a church band at school. We used to sing at the cathedral. Ooh, check you out, I know, me. I know, I was famous. So were you in like a choir? No, it was a band. It was literally called Just the Worship p- Band. Oh, okay. Yeah, for my school. Did and you play s- an instrument or did you sing? No, I, s- I used to sing. Were you lead singer? We didn't have a lead singer. Oh. We just, there were about five of us. <laughs> and I saw was looking at me going, why don't you join the choir? have a different call-in. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. So the other one was vocalist. Uh, so missions and outreach. Yeah. yeah. Uh, community outreach. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, out of service on a Sunday. Uh, chairs. Have you ever sort of chairs out in a church? Yeah. Who's been to church and not moved the chairs? <laughs> um, prayer. Have you involved in the prayer ministry? No. The thing is, it's one of those weird things where I feel like I pray for people, yeah. but I haven't been involved in a prayer okay. ministry. Yeah. Uh, refreshments? Yeah. Uh, connect? Car park. We never really have a car park. Um, and welcome you both. Yeah. So actually, like, there's loads of things on there. So if you're thinking like, all right, so these two talked about serving and actually for my faith it would be really good for my faith to grow a little bit more or I don't I don't just want to come on a Sunday night you know we've got this amazing list of all these things that are going off coming up to Christmas but he said like 
church doesn't happen without us. Yeah. We have to, we are church, you know, and it says that throughout the Bible. And as amazing as this building is, we are all part of it. And it's not down to people who sit or stand at the front. Like, we all make it work because, you know, we, we say all the time here, don't we? You matter, You've, you are valued and everybody matters. Everybody's got something that they can give, you know? And I know, um, so Neil, my husband, is much more of an introvert than me. Um, and he kind of was like, right, we, we came, started at Arena after COVID and couldn't, like we didn't get to, we couldn't speak to people or anything like that. And then as time went on, it was like, how are we gonna get to know people? Because we don't know anybody's names. Like you came in and you were like told, go out of that row and stuff. Um, and so we both decided we would be on the welcome team. For me, that was dead easy because I love talking to people. For him, that wasn't so easy, but actually it gave him an opportunity and a way to get to know people and that purpose. So I think like, do take one of these cards and just pray over it. Think about what can I do? What, what could I do? How can I be involved? You know, practically, it might be actually none of these kind of labely things work. Um, we've got a great team who do shower hour and you know, maybe you want to help out with the refreshments afterwards. Actually, maybe you don't mind cleaning the kitchen or cleaning out the, the bathroom or the toilets or whatever, or just tidying up at the end of the service. It all makes a difference because this is our church. Um, and so I would just encourage you, you know, we are, we're here to serve. We're here to serve one another. We're here to serve each other within the church but we're here to serve and I love the fact you know you can both so easily say this is the difference it makes to me yeah. and in my life as well as it, the difference it makes to everybody else so yeah. thank you so much for your time I'm sorry I didn't stick to the questions That's you knew right. I wouldn't but <laughs> let's give them a big round of applause